Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Mojo Mondays with the lovely Carly Taylor. Hi, everybody. So what have you got for people to start the week off on the right foot with Mojo Mondays? Okay, so today we're going to talk about bringing meaning and purpose or cultivating meaning and purpose into our life every day. Um, you know, in the West, we have this, well, a lot of us have this belief that we have to find this one big purpose in life. Yep. But there's there's um, there's purpose and meaning every day. You've just got to look for it. And we're so busy just as a as a society now that a lot of that meaning, that everyday meaning is there, but we're just not paying attention to it. Yeah, and it's interesting. When I do workshops, often I'll do stuff around purpose mm. and, and, and we do it in less than half an hour. And when I say, hands up, who here has a very clear purpose in life? Maybe 10 to 20% of hands go up and mm. a lot of people are waiting on the purpose fairy to come yeah. along and tell them what their purpose is or they just think, Oh, oh, it's too hard. I'll, you know, I'll think of that later on and stuff like that. So, so yeah. what's the approach um, from Japanese psychology? Because it's clearly a bit different. Yeah, well, there's a couple of approaches in Japanese psychology which are, are, are really effective, and it's a different thought process or a different mindset around meaning and purpose. Mm. Because if you take, um, for example, ikigai. Now, a lot of people may have heard of Ikigai, and if you Google Ikigai, this Venn diagram comes up, but that is actually a, um, a misconception of what Ikigai is. That That's an, a Western interpretation. Yeah, that's actually, right. There's, the, yeah. there's that. It's a quite a famous Venn diagram, isn't it, where it's, it's the intersection of what you love, what you can get paid for, what the world needs, yeah. and what you're passionate about. I think that's what it is, something like that. Yeah, that's right. And that is actually, um, it's a, it was a guy in Guernsey that actually created, well, he didn't create the, that Venn diagram. It was actually a Venn diagram that had purpose in the middle of it. But he had been studying um, the blue zones or Dan Brutner's um, or been interested in Dan Brutner's blue zones um, studies. And so he looked at that Venn diagram and because he'd learned about Ikigai and Okinawa and, well, um, and the people in Japan that were living long, happy lives. And he thought, oh, well, um, I'll just change that word purpose and I'll put ikigai in there. And he was a blogger. This was years ago where, um, where a lot of people, that was sort of the way that um, people were getting communicating is through blogs and it went viral. Mm. And now when you Google ikigai, that's the Venn diagram that comes up. There are books written about it. And, of course, it's helpful. And, well, it can be helpful, especially if you're looking for a new job or but it's not the ikigai that is rooted in Japanese um, culture. Mm. Um, ikigai for for the Japanese, it's certainly not something that you get paid for. Um, it's it's a word really or a principle that encapsulates meaning, purpose, and joy in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, believe it or not, a, a word that the Japanese it's not not a big deal. It's just it's just a word that they may use every day. And a lot of Japanese actually don't um, sort of bring ikigai into their life. Um, but we did you did a couple of really good podcasts. If people are interested, Nick Kemp, um, who's written a book called Ikigai Khan. I'll plug that because it's a 
brilliant book on Ikigai. So he was episode 144 and Ken Mogi, who's a professor um, and has done a, re- a lot of research on Ikigai and, and that was number 75. So, yeah, if you wow. are Look at you just pulling stats out of nowhere. Um, I know. And, and actually I, re- I, I like both of those podcasts, but I, I loved Ken because he was bonkers he was yeah he's he's um a japanese rock star neuroscientist i think he's published something like a hundred books or something yeah and he was awesome and i remember he said one of his icky guys is getting up in the morning and he makes his tea that's coffee it's coffee coffee. so he makes his coffee and he has a ceremony and then he has a piece of chocolate with his coffee and that's one of his icky guys and i know your icky guy is you get up in the morning, you do a bit of journaling, you make your coffee, and yeah. you go and sit outside um, and have your coffee, right? Yeah. So, so ikigai is that feeling that you get. So, and you can get it from really small things. So, yeah, I get it from my morning cup of coffee. It's in a handmade, um, you know, beautiful ceramic mug. I I get my ikigai from if I'm going for a run and there's a magpie. It's like, you know, magpies are so interactive. They tend not to um, fly away and they can come quite close to you. So if you stop and just have this little interaction with a magpie, that just brings me so much joy. Um, so it can be the the small things. It can be a hope for the future or maybe a holiday that you're planning. It can be beautiful memories from the past. Um, it can be, you know, it can be nature. It can be a hobby. So it's about what is your ikigai? What is it that brings you meaning and purpose mm. um, without it having to be this this big thing? It's not, um, it's not I'm going to change the world. I'm going to reverse global yeah. warming. I'm going to create a the latest big thing in tech and run a um some sort of a an orphanage in in nepal at the same time right yeah lots of people would be amazing but yes (laughs) but lots of people talk and and, and they just get they get so in their own heads because they think my purpose has to be this massive massive thing right yeah Um, yeah and and And, you know you know you just said something about being in your own head because if you are in your own head, if you are worried about the future and or you're dwelling on the past or you're focusing on the stuff that you don't have, it's going to be really hard for you to tap into your ikigai. Mm. So ikigai is about being really present. It's about being curious. Um, there's a and that no, actually that reminds me. If I can just jump in here, I remember when I was younger, I was a, I was a teenager. And, and I, I was traveling, I was reading a lot of books um, just about different philosophy. And I remember getting into Zen Buddhism at the time. Yeah. Uh, and this whole thing about enlightenment is this Zen koan, which is like a, a, a bit of a saying where the, this trainee monk goes up to the master and says, Master, um, how, can I, um, how can I be enlightened? And, and, and the master said, um, go and have your breakfast. So he went and he had his breakfast. And he came back to the master and said, Master, I've had my breakfast. Now, how can I be enlightened? And he said, go and wash your bowl. Right? Yeah. And that's it. And, yeah. and it, it took me years and years. I was just like, what the hell does that mean? And then one day when it was, it, it was just, it came to me, it was like, it's about living in the present moment and being fully engaged in whatever you do and doing yeah. it with complete attention. And when you look at, 
at, at particular, I love going to a Japanese restaurant. There used to be one I'd go to. It was in Singapore, actually. And I'd sit on the bench and, and watch the chef making stuff. And my God, if you can help get sucked into it because he, he just was so engrossed in everything that he was doing. It was such attention to detail. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it really did have an impact that he was just totally in it. And that's the icky guy bit, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And I know that Nick talks about if you do something, do it well. And I think that's what the Japanese do so well mm. is their focus and attention to detail is just incredible. And, you know, talking about sushi chefs, it's like there's the, the famous sushi chefs over in Japan who um, people pay a fortune to go in there and eat at these restaurants because of the attention to detail, the, even massage. There's, I can't remember what fish it is, but they massage the fish for a certain mm. amount of time before it goes on the sushi. So, um, you know, obviously that's that's their ikigai. So, you know, it's about, okay, what in your life brings you meaning and, and joy and purpose? So, you know, my kids, there's two There's two um, areas of ikigai. There's an ikigai source and then ikigai khan is the feeling that you get. So, you know, I would say that my kids are a source of ikigai for me mm. and the feeling I get from my kids is my ikigai khan. Um, you know, even today I was in the kitchen, I was just like thinking about all this stuff and I looked over and my dog was soxy. He was just staring at me. And so I just paused and just looked at him and just, it just gave me such a, a lovely feeling and just had this little interaction. You know, and and the note the way that that came from soxy and not from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm below children. I'm below dogs. I think I'm below coffee as well. And even magpies. <laughs> oh, you said it. <laughs> magpies. <laughs> now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. So look, the other area that um, came to mind as you were talking there about um, the the monk and and you know the the washing of the bowl and you know merida therapy, um, again in Japanese psychology is about leading a life driven by purpose rather than driven by emotion or feelings. And a part of that is looking at the purpose of the moment. So everything that you do, um, you know, look at the purpose behind it and it doesn't matter how mundane it is. Right. So, um, you know, even when you're washing the dishes, there's a purpose behind that. When you're paying bills as mundane and boring as it is, there's still a purpose behind it. And I think, you know, that brings in being in the present moment and doing what needs to be done, which is what part of Marita therapy's sort of action-orientated life is, what are the needs of the moment and doing that with purpose? Mm, yeah, look, I, I, absolutely. And I, th I think the other, the other um, way of looking at purpose is, is also from the Stoic philosophers, who, who said that um, they talked about eudaimonia, which is different than, than happiness. And they were basically saying happiness is, is fool's gold, but we can all live this life of fulfillment or flourishing, which is eudaimonia. And they, and they said, all you need for that is, is arete, um, mm -hmm. which is character. And, and just trying to express your highest self in any given moment and, and just doing good and knowing that you're doing good, especially when no one is watching. 
Yeah. And and actually when I started focusing on 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 that and on on actually just doing the right thing and doing good when no one's watching and then you reflect back on it, it does give you that sense of fulfillment, right? And, mm. and lots of people have said there is no purpose other than there's no purpose in life other than what you make of it, right? Yeah. And so I think for for listeners there's there's a number of different ways to do that, whether it's about character, it's about finding those little sources of ikigai, um, or it's about the, the finding the purpose of the moment. Mm. I, I think they are all opportunities, stuff that we've actually done, which has been really helpful for us. We even talk to our kids about it as well. Um, and so I think there's a number of things that people can actually do just to focus on those 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 little purposes. Yeah. And it's, you know, just thinking about it and thinking about, oh, I'm, you know, I have a life that doesn't have purpose. If you don't, if you don't feel that, you know, become curious and go out and explore it because it won't just come to you. Mm. You have to go out there and take action. It, um, it, yeah, it's absolutely the purpose fairy is off with the motivation fairy in a yes. parallel universe. <laughs> well said. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that then brings this to a nice close in terms of talking about fairies. Yeah. Um, so have a crack uh, at your at finding your own little little purpose, little sense of meaning, the joy in the everyday things, and just run a little experiment this week and and see what comes up. Yep. Awesome. Catch you next time. See you.